I'm gonna trick former guest Ben into making us a theme song. That's it. Okay. Better, closer, warmer. Uh, all modern art is communistic. I want to be the first man to nut in space. Fuck you. Fuck off. Where are we finding it? Why can't we Better, find it? Closer, Why do you guys warmer. keep saying all this change? We're playing Fortnite. Let's have fun. We need to get to that post-World War II mentality where Better, closer, no one in the warmer. world is going to Twitch and typing in climate first. Don't tweet us about how our stuff's inaccurate. At this point, I don't think the N-word tape would change anything. The piss tape might. From New Orleans to New York. It's the Alienos Podcast, baby. Dude, that was TNT. Welcome back to the Illennials Podcast. I'm Smith. I'm Seth. <laughs> yeah, Seth sounds different this week, it turns out. He's got a real bad cold. Oh, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> now I'm just going to go sit this one out. You, you guys got it. Uh-huh. And uh, I'm Marcus, the voice that makes you moist. Uh, welcome back, Marcus. How you doing? You know, it, it's me. It, it's me. <laughs> it's you. <laughs> I'm glad I saw some imposter that's saying that they're you. Yeah, that'd be weird. It would. So... This week, since Seth had the lead because of his sickness, we are going to be flying solo, or duo, I guess? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think maybe maybe we were like, we, we fly solo together. <laughs> yeah. You're in your plane, I'm in my plane, and we're just kind of hanging out yeah, side by side, yeah. but not really working together right now. <laughs> You're doing your thing, I'm doing my thing. Mm, all right. <laughs> Real Han Solo's out here. <laughs> You think Han Solo? We're not we're not unlike Han Solo and Lando. I mean, clearly I'm Lando and you're Han, and that's that's those two <laughs> things are inarguable. But uh, <laughs> we're just we're we're two we're two guys hanging out, and we do stuff together, but we don't always see see eye to eye. That's right. Check out our new sitcom. Um. <laughs> uh. How long until the Star Wars sitcom, Marcus, so they decide, we could do this? You know what? With the multiverse coming out soon, probably not as far off as you're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> There's got to be a good, a good like, buddy cop scenario in there, you know? Just oh, yeah. make two, two characters. <laughs> Bumbling they don't quite around. get along. Bumbling around the universe. <laughs> That's kind of what Clone Wars is. On the Obi Wan and uh, Anakin episodes, mm, yeah, they're like the stereotypical by the books cop and the loose cannon. <laughs> Got it. And cannon is extremely loose. <laughs> about to fall off the whole goddamn boat, really. If you think uh, about it, I think the oh, that the Anakin and Ahsoka episodes are loose cannon and the pea shooter, like not even really part of the group yet. Uh, Just kind of existing. Yeah, try to try to get as much as she can out of crazy old Anakin. It's true. Okay, so politics. Right. Stuff's been happening. A the lot, checks are going out finally. Right. A lot of weird stuff has been happening. Have you heard that they're trying to like put us in a permanent state of daylight savings in Georgia? Really? I haven't no, what's this? Yeah, it's like a it's like a weird thing they're voting on. I don't know if it's like confirmed or not, but from what I've been hearing, it's like 
<laughs> they want us to stay in daylight savings year round. And I hate the thought. I really do. Why is this, uh, why do you hate this, Marcus? Because, because I never understood it in the first place. Like, I understand the concept, but it's for farmers. Like, what, what does this have to do with my fucking job? Like, it's just frustrating for me. This thing, this thing that's essential for farmers to properly calibrate when you plant and reap your harvest has nothing to do with modern society. I mean, my thought is, uh, just pick one. Right. It's if a- you pass a law that keeps us in eternal daylight savings time, cool, fine. As long as it means the time doesn't change anymore. All right. I guess I can accept that. Ugh. Just let me get one permanent time that it is. I got a friend I was talking to in Europe the other day who was like, oh yeah, we do that like in three weeks. Mm. I'm like, so y'all's time is even more fucked up than ours. Really? Because now we're a whole hour different and you're going to, you're going to be an hour different later. It's just a headache. Time's real or time's not real. It's fake. It doesn't exist. <laughs> right. Time's a construct. Pick your fake numbers and keep it moving. <laughs> exactly. Settle on one. Ugh. I've always wondered why other countries... Like, why does China use, like, October? <laughs> I don't know. It's probably just to to keep uh, in step with everybody else, really. It's time for the dumb p- portion of the podcast where we admit <laughs> that we don't know anything. I mean, we don't. <laughs> because, like, when the French Revolution happened, them fuckers were like, seven-day week? Get the fuck out of here! It's time for a ten-day week! <laughs> changed everything up uh, every month is going to be a whole new thing it's going to have a different thing and every day we'll have a new reflection for you to reflect on like today think about potatoes that's right today's potato day reflect on potato exactly <laughs> you know what that's baller i get behind that they were like today is year zero of the new french republic and i'm like i'm down let's do this <laughs> let's fucking shake things up people but once you've got it, just let's 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 stick with it. Is what I think. All right. But yeah, what what other stuff is going on in politics? The checks are going out, which I'm excited for. Um, they're gonna be here like oh this week. Yeah. Yeah, mine says the 17th on the IRS website. Oh she. Oh, that's real close. I haven't checked. They're going mine's. out like batches. I'm still owed $600, though, Joe Biden. Right. Don't think we forgot. Lying ass. I'm actually owed more than that, but I, but for now, let's settle for 600 I think. let's We'll come for the rest of it later. Right. Like when I initially lost my job back in, like, January of last year, <laughs> that money's still sitting there. It's like 2000 bucks. So I feel like I should get that, too. Yeah. Bums. Because here's a newsflash, folks. When I get my stimulus check on the 17th, can you guess where it's all going to immediately? Food? Rent? Paying off my care credit card. Yeah. To get my goddamn teeth fixed. Yeah, boy. They think we're going to stimulate the economy? I'm sorry, my friend. It's not happening. <laughs> it's going into my debts. <laughs> I ain't buying anything new with this. I mean, I might buy a little something new. But mostly With debts. my $8 I have left, yeah, I'll go out and buy myself a candy bar. Oh, no. Here you go, Nestle. Right. 
And it's funny because that's exactly what um, they don't want us to do. They don't want us to get out of debt (laughs) with all this money. Fuckers. The idea always, or they, they mean, they, I'm sure that there are some of them who think, oh, we'll put $1,400 in our pockets and I'll go spend it on, like you said, food or, I don't know, new tires for my car or something. Things I could use. No, it's going to debts. I'm sorry. Like you, sure you froze student, uh, student, uh, loan interest for whatever, how, how much time? Not enough. Right. <laughs> Didn't do enough. I mean, hey, Joe, Joe had his chance. He could have just eliminated that. Joe Biden could today, with the stroke of a pen, eliminate basically 95% of student debt in, in the country. But he's a pussy! Won't even, won't even entertain the idea. The best we got was $10,000, which would square me. I'd be done with $10,000, but again, I'm not thinking about just me. Right. Like 50 for me? That would square me. I'm like, yes. Then I'd only have, what, $9,000 of debt? Hell yeah. Credit cards. I mean, Chuck, Chuck Schumer said 50. We should do 50K. Um, Elizabeth Warren, isn't she the finance finance lady? She said 50K. Yeah. Like, listen to your people, Joe. And I'm like, just just do it all. Why stop at 50? You, It's like, so you saw the, you're, you're this thing about when Joe Biden was still in the process of being inaugurated or whatever before that. They were like, he has a plan that's going to cut child poverty by 50%. Did you see this? No, I did not. And my thought when I first saw this was, why would you stop at 50? Right. Go all the way. Hit 100. If you're admitting that it's possible to cut it by 50, what you're saying is, but we lack the will to do 100. Mm-hmm. Not to mention, it's like, the same thing. like if he had done the, the 50,000 forgiveness and the $15 minimum wage, he'd already be like guaranteed for re-election. Like, yeah. holy fuck. What, what kind of game are you playing, Joe? Do you not want to be here? Well, it turns out that that 50% reduction is not going to happen because it factored in the $15 minimum wage oh. that didn't occur. Oh, wow. Damn. <clears throat> A politician lied to us again? Ah, uh-uh. man. People were misled by some think tank. Never happened before. Boy. I will say this on the topic of the 2024 election. I did recently see a tweet from some chud who was like, there's a picture of Trump at one of his like golf things. And it was like, Joe Biden's running scared. Trump's getting ready for 2024. And Marcus Trump looks bad. He, for the first time I've ever seen him without any of his spray tan on, he was pale as shit and I could see his cheekbones. Oh, and that is not a good look for this man. Right, what the fuck? He's like lost weight, but not like his gut was still there, but his face had gotten sunken. Uh-oh. And I'm like, he's not getting ready for anything but the grave, my friend. That dude is dead. Man, the Rona must have creeped back on him. <laughs> <laughs> he got he got the second variant, the B one seventeen or whatever. Somehow, tough titty. Um, but I like that's just so funny to me that like. In my opinion, Trump's Trump is dead as disco. Like his time is over. He's gone. Like banning him from Twitter basically killed his entire career. <laughs> if he can't post on Twitter, he's done. Like it's as simple as it is. Uh, damn. 
It's so crazy how you can just defeat this one dude by getting rid of his social media platform. Right. And why did it take the till the end of his fucking <laughs> till the end of his fucking time in office for this shit to happen? Like the damage is done. <laughs> well, to be fair, it's because Trump was a top tier poster. He was incredibly funny and could just say he could spin gold out of nothing. His insults were incredible. He was just he was great at insulting people. It's just too bad that he was also the president of the United States of America. <laughs> and not just some random Twitter poster. God. Just imagine, like, he if he wasn't president, he would have made a shit ton of money. He wouldn't have been pulled off of Twitter. Things would have just been objectively better for him. How many of his close associates and friends would still be running along, having good times, doing their jobs and stuff, and, and making money? Basically all of them. And are now in jail or whatever, or are like under probation. It's under investigation. It's so funny. But God, like I think the worst part about Trump is that he just he just showed like everyone that the extent of the bullshit you can get away with, and just because he was a moron is the reason it didn't work. Yeah. So, like all these people coming after, they're they're starting. They're starting by, like, appealing to the Trump base before going anywhere, and it's terrifying. I agree with you, but at the same time, I feel like his moronical nature is part of what made him so successful, is that he, when he, when he said things that were lies, I don't think Trump thought of them as lies. I think he thought they were the truth, and that's how his base is. They don't, they don't. They don't consider themselves to be liars. They think that all their crazy th- shit is true. And I think that his part of his appeal is he was a moron. And people could, like, sense that from him. Like, yes, I am the same as you. I am you You, if you had a billion dollars. Like, we're the, we are the same. I don't think that, like, Josh Hawley, who is an educated, you know, intelligent human being, can pull off that same, like... Huckster. He just can't. He doesn't have it. There's no. He doesn't have the snake oil salesman. Even Tucker Carlson can't do it. Like Tucker Carlson is a little, a little fucking uh, a pansy little freak. You know. <laughs> no one buys him. I mean, Trump also was a little pansy freak. But again, his his true nature as just a credulous idiot is what made him so good at running for president. I, I, I'm pretty sure it is. Like, for the people he was appealing to, it absolutely was a plus to him. The president's a moron like me? Yes. <laughs> Finally, the truth. <laughs> God, why? Ugh. But now, but now we have a boring president who's just going to go back to lying to our faces. So, uh, Oh, yeah. Hey, status quo, baby. Woo-woo. Like, am I the only person who remembers that back during the Obama years, the joke was that Joe Biden was an idiot? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was always a joke people said, like, oh, here's Obama, our, you know, smart, you know, erudite pre- president, and here's this idiot that he had to be saddled with. Mm-hmm. And now that guy is the one who is running the goddamn country. All right. And God, Kamala, Kamala Harris is, like, non-existent. Like, I haven't heard anything from her or about her or... Shit, what is she doing? I saw a picture of her feet recently. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> it was an official, like, at VP account, and it was just, it was this really strange, like, photo. 
where it was literally Marcus, a picture of her feet. Like it was in her high heels. And then above that is the glass table where you can see her reflection. But her reflection was all squashed and weird. So mostly your eyes were drawn to the feet. And I'm like, why are you posting feet pics on the official vice president account? Um, Mike Pence would never have done this. <laughs> listen, listen. Kamala Harris is just starting up her OnlyFans, man. That's... that's <laughs> Don't you say something so fucking cursed. Listen, why else would she post a, f- a feet pic, huh? Why else? Oh my god. Chris Eliza <laughs> comes in his pants. <laughs> The vice, dude, I mean, mark my word, 2066 will have uh, vice president OnlyFans account. Or had an OnlyFans account at some point. Like, <laughs> maybe the president. Maybe it'll be like, <laughs> you know what, never mind. I can't go down this, this path. It's too much. Uh, presidential OnlyFans I mean, it could happen, man. It, it, could, it, could, it could go down. I don't know. How, how much would President, you pay? President fucking Mia Khalifa out here. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Can you explain your activities between the years of 2000 and... I don't know what the fuck. She was active 13 to 17 or something. Oh, shit. How much, how much would you pay for access to the presidential OnlyFans <laughs> Who's the president is a question. Oh, oh. Because if it's Joe Biden, I'm not yeah, paying anything yeah, for that. I, I wouldn't pay for that shit. Um, fuck. It's time for the podcast. Get weird, everybody. Oh, yeah. I mean, that, that's what we do when, when Seth isn't here to, to balance the formula. I know, right? He really he really brings the whole thing together. Oh, good. I can't think of anyone right now, but ooh, give me give me some time. I'll, I'll think of a president I'd pay OnlyFans for. But you know, Marcus, you were talking about uh, people that are going to try and come along and take advantage of Trump's base. And it's too bad he's not here because Seth's congressman, uh, Madison Cawthorn, I saw a really funny thing from him the other day. Not intentionally funny. Uh, It was him, again, since he discovered that he's in a wheelchair, everything about him has become immensely funnier. Um... (laughs) The disabled Nazi is a crazy good gimmick, and it was a it was a video of him of him sitting in his wheelchair in the woods, and he's punching a tree, and the tree is like flying apart, like pieces of it are flying off. He's punching a dry rotted tree, mm-hmm. which we when we were kids we all loved to find the dry rotted tree and punch it and think we were Superman right. and and pretend we were we we were like like the kung fu master. Why is a grown man ostensibly? Who's in a wheelchair? Who is a congressperson? Why is he posting videos of himself punching dry rotted trees in the woods? Because, uh, hmm, that's a good question. Isn't he trying to get on Congress? He's already in Congress. All right, he's already on Congress. Jesus, awesome. he's the youngest congressman ever. Why? Why? I I don't know, man. That especially like the only other video I can remember. <laughs> that would be relevant to this is like that uh little girl boxer who was doing the same thing except she mm-hmm. toppled the tree she was punching right and yeah <laughs> this guy oh no but I, this would be like if the fucking if the 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 if i posted a picture of, if i was a secretary of agriculture and i posted a video of myself in my front yard swinging a stick around making lightsaber noises like that's the equivalent <laughs> 
and just yelling out like Mace Windu and and Kit Fisto. Like that's that's the equivalent of what he did was killing the younglings. Woo-hoo. Exactly. Um, yeah, it's probably more that that Trump uh, flair trying to be relatable to the base, you know. I'm just picturing I'm picturing Senator uh, Marcus over here posting a picture of him or a video of himself playing Smash <laughs> and just like screaming at your opponents and you want to debate me? Those... Debate me on I'm the sorry. battlefield? <laughs> just hooting like an animal as soon as you win. <laughs> Grabbing someone as Ganon and descending down oh, into yes. your death. <laughs> the Marco Rubio, as it's called. Oh yeah. <laughs> or wait, no, not Marco Rubio. He was the one that got attacked. It was right. it was Chris Christie. Oh, that that awkward. Remember creature. that when Chris Christie was just like, listen to him. He just said the same line again. He's just programmed. He doesn't have any other lines. He's just reading from a script. And Marco Rubio literally just repeated his same line again because he couldn't think of what else to do. <laughs> I was like, damn, Chris Christie actually killed that whole man's shit. Like, it was gone. <laughs> his his presidential bid basically ended after that. <sighs> Hot day. And then, what was Chris Christie's reward? To get left at a McDonald's while waiting for an order for Trump. <laughs> God, that is pathetic. Just getting the coldest shoulder left at a McDonald's in New Jersey. Man. Yeah, I think that's the worst. I think that's the worst way to get just dumped off. It's like he just forgot about whatever it is you were doing for him. The president of the United States of America is in his limo and he has sent you, the the governor or the former governor of a state, into a New Jersey McDonald's to fetch him a Diet Coke and a McDouble, and then he leaves you. Wait, you think Trump wants a singular McDouble? That's true. He probably actually wanted a McChicken or something. Right. But, uh, we all know his love of Diet Coke was very real. Um, it's funny that we've talked about Trump right now longer than I think anyone else has in like a month. True. True. He's basically dead. Like, he put out that fucking, like, press release, the office of the former president, where it was like, he, he, called, he still called it the China virus or whatever, and thank you, thank me for getting your shots. But he put shots in, in quotation marks, which, this is all classic Trump. Perfect Trump tweet, distilled into a press release. It makes no sense. <laughs> it's completely fucking stupid. And it's hilarious. And it's the only problem with it is that it comes from a guy who used to be president. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> But, you know, now, yeah, because Biden is so boring. Like, we started talking about him, and it was, it was so boring. We had to go somewhere else. Exactly. I heard someone the other day, they were talking about some kind of politics kind of thing on a podcast, and the guy was like, boo, bring back Trump. And it's like, <laughs> not wrong. <laughs> At least it was entertaining back then. Like, right. things were declining still, but th- we also had something funny to talk about in the process. <laughs> As the world burned. <laughs> Like you had no power, but at least the people who were who were shitting on you uh, would say funny things occasionally. Like we still got child concentration camps. We ain't getting no fucking more money. Yeah, you know, our minimum wage ain't going up. The ecosystem's not getting any fucking better. Uh, the cops still shooting black people. Like it ain't it ain't ending. Like it's, right. it's the same. Fun. Oh, Fun stuff. you know what has changed though, or what is, what is in the process of changing? What's that? It's our stance on China. Oh. Um, 
So, Marcus, have you heard of what's going on in China? No, no. What, what's happening? Currently, China is beating the shit out of us when it comes to the, the economy. China has recovered incredibly from coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it had, like, what, a total of 18,000 cases in their whole fucking country? Like, what the fuck? Right. I think Vietnam is still sitting below 2,000, by the way. Like, nice. this whole thing, Vietnam is still sitting below 2,000. Anyways, so China is ascending and will, is going to eclipse America if they haven't already in a lot of uh, fields. Mm-hmm. So at the same time, instead of talking about that, um, what our government has chosen to focus on are the Uyghurs. Uh, the Uyghurs are a Muslim minority group in China, in the Xinjiang province, who have been historically targeted by the Chinese for uh, forced cultural assimilation. Um, which is basically what we did to the Native Americans when we made them go to you know schools and convert to Christianity, you know, wear Western clothes and put them on reservations. She fucking shitty thing to do, right? Mm-hmm. After the genocide. Oh, jeez. And so now China has been doing it to the Uyghurs for a while, and a lot of people—well, not a lot of people—a um, lot of reporting has been done saying that it has it has raised to the level of culture of, of actual genocide. That China is sterilizing people; they are like experimenting on them and stuff like that. And so they're trying to basically cast China as the new Nazi Germany. And to me, this all smacks of escalation of we need to or, or the, the, the manufacturing of, cons- of consent. We need to have a reason for why we're going to do, if not a physical shooting war with China, a Cold War 2.0 with China. Mm. And the problem with this, though, in my opinion, is I will free. First of all, people who listen to the podcast pretty much know I have no love for China. They call themselves communist. I contest whether or not the Communist Party of China is actually communist. I believe that they are they, they are not adhering to Marxist or even Maoist principles anymore. Thank you, Ding, for ruining China 40 years ago. <laughs> but uh, here's the thing. I, I think what's going on to the Uyghurs is unacceptable and is definitely a humanitarian uh, problem. However, the claims of genocide largely come from a single person. Adrian Zins, um, a German uh, political analyst, who has a crazy right-wing Christian crusade against China who claims that God tells him things about China and won't name his supposed Uyghur sources who are telling him things that are happening inside of China. So he has no evidence backing up his claims of, of, sterile, of forced sterilizations and stuff like this, These, and the, the, the abortion of, of Uyghur children. So, in my opinion, the evidence here is very thin for what China is up to. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But I don't see any... I've not seen concrete evidence of China's crimes. Don't forget... Better coronavirus, people claimed they were burning millions of bodies and pretending that you know it was only a few people that got sick. Right. So, I see right now the ramping up to a conflict with China, like a true conflict. Right. Um, I mean, that does fall in line with America's uh, bullshit. But uh, I feel like, you know, they should probably get, you know, a handle on this whole coronavirus thing before they even consider that as an option yeah (sighs) like how are you gonna how are you gonna invade or even send drones if you don't have people alive to do it like 
You need to fix the problem you have first. How are you going to wage an economic war against a country when our economy is barely holding together? Right. It, it's stupid. It really is. But it really reminds me of Donald Rumsfeld and Colin Powell and that whole gang of ghouls going on TV every week saying, we've got evidence of weapons of mass destruction in Iraq. Mm. And here's what we got to invade. And... I don't particularly like it. And you, I'm sure you've seen stories, right, about how there's rising rates of uh, violent crimes against Asians in America right now. Right, yeah. Like random beatings in the street and stuff. And and my thought is the liberals and they're, and are, are participating in this. We're not talking about conservatives right here. This is liberals participating in this, this China rhetoric as well. This is no different from Trump calling coronavirus the Kung flu. Right. Like, it's the same shit. It's just... Let's get angry at China to distract from the problems we have at home. And not fix any of the actual problems. But, you know, hey, same shit. Yeah, it's like, we're worried about these these hypothetical concentration camps in, in, in China. Why are we not talking about the concentration camps on the border here or locking kids in cages? Right. Why are we not talking about the fact that even even when those kids show up, the plan is to send them back to their countries where right-wing death squads are killing people because we destabilize those countries. Why, what about our prisons that are mostly full of minorities? You know, What about the homeless people on the street that are starving to death and, and relying on charity to survive? Mm. What about the millions of uninsured Americans that, that can't you know go see a, a doctor? And are, what about the 1,500 people that are dying of coronavirus every day? Where's that? Why are we not talking about that at all? No, it's going to be about China and their crimes. What about our crimes? Right. I guess it's because they live here and they haven't seen it. And it, it doesn't affect them directly. So, hey, must not be happening. It's like a... It's like um, They call this whataboutism, right? If, if someone says something, you say, what about this? You know, what about the thing you're doing? And sure, whataboutism is real, but also it's not wrong. Right. Like, I'm not saying anything that's not factual. <laughs> it's like some American I remember ambassador I believe it was said something to the Soviet uh, one of the Soviets one time about uh, uh, the Ukraine or somewhere like that and you know, how are you treating people of the Ukraine uh, get all these judgments on, on, on the Soviet Union and the, and the ambassador said well you're the ones that are lynching Negroes caught them <laughs> like it's like yeah no shit <laughs> it's, it's like hey we're the same kind of awful you're not you're not better. <laughs> yeah, like why? Why are we so? Why are you be singling us out? And it's the same thing. People do it to each other all the time. You know, hypocr- hypocrisy runs deep within everybody. Basically, if you accuse someone of something, oftentimes you're probably engaging it yourself, um, depending on how intense you get about it. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it's just like every nation on this. Like, <laughs> okay, here's something really stupid, Marcus. Oh boy, Prince Harry and Meghan. Who's Markle. the stallion? Merkel, whatever her name is. Megan the stallion. <laughs> There's only one Megan that I know. That's the one. All right. I guess I now have to know who Megan Merkel is too. Uh, okay. Yep. <laughs> Wasn't she on a fucking ABC show or something? Like, I, I what the fuck? Don't know. Anyway, so you've heard about the interview with Oprah, right? Yes. Yes. And. People are like, how dare she say that the the British royal family is racist? Motherfucker, she didn't have to tell me. I just knew that. <laughs> right. Holy crap. Oh, jeez. 
and like after I watched that interview, I saw I saw a clip of um what was it? John Oliver. And he was talking about like back when she was just getting married to him. She was like she he was bringing up this exact conflict right now. He's like, "Listen, she's marrying to a a family who's basically conquered most of the world." <laughs> And they were pretty big assholes about it. So, you know, her life's going to get uh, complicated. Right. <laughs> it's going to I've read a history book. I don't need to be told that they're racist. I just understand it implicitly. Right. God. It's I... like, do you think Queen Elizabeth says the N-word? Yes, probably. Because <laughs> she's old and she rules. She's, she's the queen of a fucking empire. Yeah. <clears throat> And let's not forget, America had to get their independence from them, so come on, like, <laughs> how do you not see? It's like, it's like, the, it's like, it's, God, it's so fucking stupid, man. Because here's the first thing I was going to say right now. I don't give a shit about the royal British family. I don't care. Right. On the list of things I care about, near the bottom, mm-hmm. all right? Like, modern day relics, fossils that shouldn't exist anymore. Because honestly, as, as fucked up as their situation is... They're rich. They'll be fine. Right. <laughs> Do not give a fuck about the problems of fucking Prince Harry and Meghan Merkel. Could not give a shit. Right. All right. They've got millions of dollars. They can. It's like it's like when Tiger Woods was found out to be an adulterer. I'm like, he can cry himself to sleep on his bed of money. All right. right. I don't give a fuck about Tiger Woods' pain. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's it's the way... Like, anytime a rich person has any kind of problem, I'm like, I don't care. I'm sorry. You have money. Fuck you. I've got problems. I don't have money. So, yeah. who's got it worse? And so, I don't care about them. But it's very funny. Like, Piers Morgan lost his job because he, he couldn't stand for, you know besmirchment of the British royal family and people are just like how awful is cancel culture that Piers Morgan has lost his job but I'm like Piers Morgan is one of the worst human beings to have ever been on TV and he still had a job he'll find another one yeah (laughs) Yeah. he's not going anywhere I have not watched the interview with them too because I do not care, but I'm just so tired of hearing the conversations. I totally, here's the thing though, here's the thing, I understand. I totally believe that one of those billion princes, Prince fucking Dillop, was like, how black will the baby be? Yes, he probably said that. <laughs> it definitely was like that, yeah. Absolutely. Don't need to be told this. And God, Megan is not even like that She's not dark at all. She's a very light-skinned African-American woman. So I'm like, but how could you even, like, start that? He's basically going to look white. And they still have a problem. I don't understand either, Marcus, but that's, again, they're racist. And I understand it implicitly. I didn't... It's not some earth-shattering revelation to me. <laughs> But Smith, and then was, saw, it was such a long time ago. There's, there's no way they're still doing that. No, no, no. Yeah, it's all over now. <laughs> uh, oh, I did see, uh, one of the funny things I did see was some, was some newspaper article, which was just bizarre. It said, I see Prince Harry heading down a, a, a path that his mother tread on. Uh, I hope he doesn't follow her. And I'm like, are you threatening to, to have him assassinated like Princess Diana was? <laughs> Is that what you're saying right now? Is that you'll be killed in a tunnel like your mom? Oh, God. 
That's fucked up. It's like when Canada insulted Saudi Arabia and they tweeted a picture of a plane heading towards Toronto. I'm like, oh, what the fuck? And they claimed it was like, yeah, that's us sending our ambassador to talk to you. And I'm oh, like, oh, that's not what it looks like. Fucking ass. You know what that was. Exactly. Oh, man. Christ. God. So. <laughs> Threatening Canada of all nations. Oh, Marcus, Canada's hands are not clean, especially oh, when it comes I, to First Nations I know people. they're not clean, but <laughs> they're still, I guess, the nicest in the world. <laughs> as far the as nicest the... in North America, that's for sure. There you go. Uh... Of the two countries here, they're the nicer one to, to uh, interact with. Uh, so, yeah, don't care about the, the, the British royal family and all their bullshit, like... Yeah. It's, and also they inter- they got an interview with Oprah, who is also who's a billionaire. Again, mm-hmm. don't care. Yeah, Oprah doesn't have any more problems. No, Oprah's beyond problems. Uh, Oprah has evolved past the need for problems. Mm-hmm. Now she just showcases other people's problems. Yeah, <laughs> and gives our whole audience cars and shit. Yeah. Uh. Oprah's kind of like a, I don't know what she even call it. Like she is the spirit, like the elemental distillation of daytime television. <laughs> wow, I like that. It's a good classification. Like, daytime television is this bizarre unworld where everyone's like drinking fucking uh, champagne mixed with orange juice. What's that called? Uh, mimosa mimosas at like 9 a.m. and they're fucking there's letters under your seat and Wayne Brady is there and you don't know really what's happening and you feel kind of bamboozled she's all of that she's all all of that poured down into one person by the way quick quick tip for Oprah instead of giving people cars and shit just give them money Mm. just just put a stack of dollars under every chair like the people will thank you Instead of you putting them in debt with a new fucking car payment. That's true. Wait, does she just pay the down payment? I guess. Because that would be so shitty. <laughs> right. Because there are like stories of people like, yeah, I got a free car from Oprah and it fucking ruined me. <laughs> I was yeah. like, oh, oh damn, Oprah. Yeah, I paid your down payment. Good luck paying the $400 a month from now on. Right. I hope you enjoy that new Subaru. Jesus. But yeah, Ugh. you know what? But this is this is such a stupid aside. Do you remember Drew Barrymore? Yes. She has her own daytime TV show now. I heard the the Barrymore show. Is that I think she's called? called Drew or something like that. Oh, okay. I've watched a couple of minutes of this of this of this production, and Marcus, I feel like Drew Barrymore lost her mind at some point. Oh. She's just totally, like, it's hard to explain, but her energy is just completely off. Like, I'm going to sound real new age, but her aura is all types of fucked up right now. Like, <laughs> she's just running around. She's got this, like, crazy hyper energy. It's like it's like Tom Cruise when he went on Oprah uh, and mm. professed his love for Katie Mulligan, whatever fuck her name was, <laughs> and was jumping up and down on the, on the couch. It's that, but for an entire hour. Oh, wow. And this show is new. It's like a year or so old, yeah. So it, it started in this pandemic. 
it started this way and it's been this way. Like, I saw her interview the two guys from Scrubs or oh. whatever to talk, to talk to like a real doctor about coronavirus. And she is just, dude, I don't know what it is. Her, her, her face just puts off a manic energy that makes me nervous when I watch it. Like, I'm afraid that at any second Drew Barrymore is going to reach into her fucking blouse and pull out a pistol and kill herself on live TV. Whoa. Like, that's what I feel is going to happen. <laughs> it's a strange thing to watch. You should look up some clips. It's, it's truly crazy. All right. I'll do that after the, the podcast. <laughs> or I feel like the Joker is going to walk out at any moment and just be like... <laughs> This is all a psyop, and you're all insane now. Good job. I've been, I've been, he's like, I've been putting like crazy rays into the, into the fucking image uh, encoding, and now you're all insane. <laughs> Paint your faces uh, white and go out and kill your neighbors. Like, oh man, that's what'll happen at some point. <laughs> <laughs> oh damn, I, I have to see this. Uh, get, you, get your dose, Marcus, of, of Drew Barrymore's insanity. I, I can't wait. <laughs> Oh. So we've been talking for a long time about <laughs> all kinds of stuff. Marcus, what are you what are you doing? Like what are you are you playing anything that's not Genshin Impact? Uh, are you watching anything interesting? Why would I play something that isn't Genshin Impact? Okay. Alright. There that's, are other video games, Marcus. There are, but they're not Genshin Impact. <laughs> I have been watching um What's it called? Uh, anime a lot. Attack on Titan. No. Yeah. There's another isekai. Um, Musko Tensei. I think I talked to you about it before. I'm going to let the, some of the audience insert their own groans here. Oh, okay. <laughs> listen. Listen. It's... I'm watching it. Alright? I've not watched <laughs> it, but I've seen enough pictures to know. What, what pictures have you seen? I've just seen pictures of characters and pictures of certain bits of dialogue. <laughs> yes, it is very cringeworthy at times. I will admit. Nothing wrong with cringe. I've watched plenty of cringe in my time. Uh, uh, I, I feel like I, <laughs> I can't defend it right now. <laughs> I can't. I'm, I'm gonna come in, Marcus, with a with a. I'm gonna save you with a hotter take okay. than anything you could say. Bring it. I have not yet finished JoJo's Bizarre Adventure: Stardust Crusaders. I'm like five episodes from the end of it. But here's my thought: third season of this show, not as good as the first two. Sorry. Mm. Phantom Blood and Battle Tendency were better. They were they were more fun. They had a better JoJo. Fuck this guy. I do not like the one they have now. <laughs> He's so boring. You don't like Jotaro? I don't. I really don't. His grandpa is old now and still better than him. Still more entertaining. Jotaro is very hands-off as far as, like, group interaction. And they brought back Dio, and there's not nearly enough Dio. I'm sorry. Should have been Dio in every episode. (laughs) Dio's the climax, man. The fun part was him taunting the other, like the first JoJo. That was the fun part of that whole show. Was like him just showing up and being like, "You suck, JoJo, and I'm awesome." <laughs> I'm kissing on your girl before you did, JoJo. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> but it was me, Dio. Like that's why he's cool. And then in here, it's like Dio shows up every six episodes to say one thing, and it's like, nah, man, I got, more, I gotta have more Dio. Uh. 
I don't know. I just, the, the powers are more inventive. The the stands are definitely a, a different. Uh, 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 there's more creativity, I guess, in what they can do because their powers have no limits. They can do insane shit. But I don't know. I just don't. I'm not enjoying it as much as the first two parts. Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of much way fewer Nazis though. I'll say that <laughs> way fewer Nazis. Zero Nazis as far as I've seen. Uh, uh, if you continue your your JoJo adventure, um. What's, what's the season after three? I'm trying to... Diamond is Unbreakable. I believe that's next in the series. Untrue, but continue. Is it? No, Diamonds Are Breakable, but oh. continue. <laughs> but yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like the story is more contained, but not for the better. That's my opinion on Diamond okay. is Unbreakable. But yeah, yeah. Good luck to you and your JoJo adventures. Sir. Well, here's the thing: I'd like to watch more of it, but it's leaving Netflix on 27th. Uh-huh. And also, nowhere, nowhere I found has anything beyond Stardust Crusaders. Like no legit streaming site has like Stardust Crusaders. It has that. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing: I could I could find some that are in Japanese. They say it's dubbed, but I can't find any of the dubs on any legit website. <laughs> like they just don't have them. It's ridiculous, man. Like, I want to watch the show, but you won't let me. <laughs> you won't let me subscribe to your service to watch this fucking cartoon muscle man I show. Mean, man, but the subs are sick, dog. I mean, hey, I've been watching other anime. I've, I've, I've been watching, uh, well, Cells at Work season two was like, man, super short. Only eight episodes, and it ended, mm, like, yeah. very abruptly. And then Code Black, uh, the last episode is coming out this week, I believe. And, dude, that show got, like, super dark. It's been dark from the start, man. <laughs> no, no, in the beginning it was like, oh, yeah, this body sucks, but, you know, we're all still... G-. And now it's like, it's death. Like, everyone is everyone is bad. The whole body is completely fucked. Uh, I feel bad for the human being that's taking place inside of, because his life must be hell. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Smoking, drinking, not moving or sleeping for two days. What was he doing for two days? Passed out, maybe. They said he wasn't sleeping. It says not moving or sleeping for two days. Oh, oh, oh shit. Balding also. Let's not forget yeah. that. <laughs> Losing hair, getting fat, arteries getting clogged. Take care of yourselves, people, because you'll end up with your fucking big titty anime white blood cells dying to <laughs> gonorrhea. God, that's so, so painful. <laughs> You can't see it, but Marcus is extremely amused by this idea. Uh, I mean, if you wanted to to motivate an anime fan into working out, I think Cells at Work Black would do it. I can see that. I felt a little bit. I felt. I watched the first season. I felt a little bit worse for my body mm-hmm. um, because not so much because of uh, I thought there were actual people in there, but more like. Man, this thing is uh, complex and probably needs to be maintained better. Oh, yeah. <sighs> so th- thank you, anime, for educating me a little bit. I did learn a lot of interesting biology facts. I learned right. some very interesting science stuff. That was nice. I could go for that. Edutainment that's, uh, that's wrapped in uh, anime with strangely just horrific violence occasionally <laughs> was dealt upon these germs. <laughs> 
like arterial blood spray, blood splattered, white blood cells, just murdering germs. Very strange contrast. Like, who's this for? Is it for kids? Because, damn. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's great. Gotta love anime, man. <laughs> they should have they should have kept it uh, Japanimation, in my opinion. Mm. Uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> There was definitely in, in Atlanta in the year 2007, when I went there in high school for a field trip, there was still one comic book shop whose window said Japanimation on it. Oh, wow. And Re- that ruled. Relic. <laughs> I should have kept, kept that shit around. It was great. Uh. So, Marcus, I'm sorry. I took it away from you. Are you watching any other uh, pervert animes? <laughs> oh, no. I am. Oh, God, tell us about it, please. Redo of a healer. No. I, I, I can't defend Redo of a healer. That's that's straight awful. Now, I was the one that told you about this to begin with. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I discovered this piece of shit first. Yeah, you, you got it, sir. You, you put your flag in that. You go ahead. <laughs> Somebody said it was the most reprehensible show they've ever seen. I kind of have to agree a little bit. Like, goddamn. I mean... Yeah, and it, it's it's really weird. They're they're trying to justify it because you know they they did all the bad shit to him first, so all of this other stuff is like, oh yeah, this is just revenge. Ed you know? mm-hmm. going far and beyond, <laughs> and he's got like this weird like systems like, oh, I'm not gonna hurt people who uh, you know, didn't hurt me, but uh. Yeah, scratch that. I'm gonna fuck everybody right now. I'm just yeah, I'll rape everyone I come across if I get the chance. Here's <sighs> here's the thing: the, the only part of that show that I, that it, it interested interested me at all, it piqued my interest at all, was in the very first episode where they're taking him to the fucking I don't know kingdom's big city, the capital or whatever, the, the imperial center. And he talks about how the city was built or the kingdom was built on the bones of the demi humans that lived there before. Like they were pushed out of their lands and it was conquered and stolen and they were enslaved. And I was just like, okay, you make a fair point, psychopath, evil man. Like, <laughs> yes, it, colonialism and imperialism did build this country. And then he tries to justify his actions with it at points. And I'm like, yeah, they, they deserve to be punished. But I don't think that you are a good person for doing it. Because, goddamn, dude. Yeah. Like, you're a horrible human being. Yeah. <laughs> do not forget he's doing all of this out of revenge true he, he didn't care the first time around he was also high out of his mind the first time around true <laughs> and I'll say this I, I can't get I'm trying to figure out from the, from the bit of it I've watched are the creators of this of this show and this anime or manga that it was before are they trying to depict the protagonist of the, of the, of the show as being an evil person or is it trying to be sympathetic towards him? Because that's really the thing. It's the, it's the Rick and Morty problem. You know? People love Rick. All these dumbass fans love Rick because he's the funny guy. He's like, I'm the crazy scientist who does all kinds of goofy stuff. And the show is trying to be like, Rick is a broken human being who sucks. But they don't see that. Walter White. And, and same problem there, right? Like, mm-hmm. he makes the drugs and he says the cool lines and he's fun. <laughs> 
and people can't see that like the show the show is trying to tell you this is a bad person you should not idolize them I don't know if that show is doing this or not but what, either way it was a bad idea to have made it I mean apparently not man they, they all got their checks <laughs> well yeah but you know that no matter how hard you signpost this guy is an evil person there will still be people who are like no he was right yeah fuck I agree with him Oh, we should read. We should uh, read the manga. Try to find some uh, differences between the the animation and the manga. I would rather drink myself to death. <laughs> I mean, why not both? Also, I can't remember who said it on the podcast or not, but we we gave you a lot of shit for a very long time about intergalactic reviewers. Uh huh. Uh huh. And. Someone, I'm, I'm not the originator of this thought. I saw it on the internet. So this, credit to this random poster who pointed this out. That show got canceled. They got stripped off of all the channels it was on, at least, right? Like It, it just got, it got, it got deleted. Mm-hmm. And it, it depicted, from what I understand, consensual acts of hentai sex cartoon porn, right? Right. This show is all about rape. And, and murder and an awful torture of human beings, and it has not gotten canceled. So, what's what's different? Mm, that's that's a good question. That's a good question. Because if you're gonna, if you're going to depict these these sex acts, I would rather them be consensual than rape. <laughs> like, of course I would. Mm-hmm. If you're going to look at smut, I'd rather you look at smut that didn't promote you know violence against other human beings. Just a thought. All right. <sighs> Who knows? Sick, twisted world, man. I don't. I don't get it, man. Weird, weird shit. Right. So, how many episodes of the show have you watched? I have watched up to the point where he has a <laughs> indoctrinated a third girl into his harem. Jesus Christ. So. Yeah, he's got, he's got the main chick, he's got a wolf girl, who's like a part of the, the, who is a child, right, right, and, um, what was it, cause this girl was coming to kill him, because it's, it's the girl he healed first, she lost her arm, so he got all her like samurai abilities, Right, yeah, I can remember seeing this. In and he used her samurai abilities to fight the people who are trying to enslave the Fox Girl's village or Wolf Girl. Shouted out her title and shit, and she was like, "Oh heck no!" Nah. She comes to fight him. This dude fights her, <laughs> fucking like throwing aphrodisiacs at her. Oh god! I'm just like, what the fuck? Ah oh, god. <laughs> This is, okay, for, for everyone out there who doesn't know what we're talking about right now, this is like if General Custer was suddenly killed in the middle of combat by Timothy, not, sorry, by, by Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> he just shows up, he saves your village from, from, from General Custer and is like, alright, I'm gonna eat you. Like, that's basically what we're talking about. Uh, yeah, and then he puts her up on the whole, oh yeah, we're gonna save the kingdom and... Has what's her face reveal her real face? It was like, oh yeah, he faked my death, ran away. We're gonna save the kingdom. By the way, the faces they look the same. <sighs> yeah, yeah, and like not many people have all that pink hair. So 
whatever. Anime faces are not that different. I I, I hate to say it. Like, there's only so many ways you can draw those things. Mm-hmm. Especially keeping the same head shape, same hair color. The hair color really helps in a lot of anime <laughs> for you to tell who's who. <laughs> but so, help me out here, Marcus. Uh-huh. I, I'm given to understand that this harem concept is common in anime. Yeah. Was yeah. it? The first one I ever saw that I can think of of Tenchi Muyo. Is that, is that what that show was? Yeah. Because it was one dude, a bunch of chicks living in a house, and I think they went on space adventures or something? Something I can't like remember. That. Yeah, like the pilot was completely different from the whole freaking show, but yeah, basically. Hey, now I like his invisible shield that he could use. That's all I can remember, really. <laughs> yeah. Uh, don't forget about reverse harems, dog. That's like What's a, a reverse harem. Uh, one girl, a bunch of guys. That just seems like a harem to me. <laughs> Reverse harem would be if you had six people who hated you, who hated your guts, <laughs> and lived very far away from you. No, no, just you, just you, texting you. You suck. You should write a story on this reverse harem. <laughs> I need write it. Write it. I'm living it. <laughs> I have many posting enemies. <laughs> I don't hate you, Smith. <laughs> Thank you, Marcus. <laughs> At least I got one person in my harem. Well, it's not a harem until there's like at least two. <laughs> oh, I guess you're right there. <laughs> you got a goddamn good point there. Wasn't there a girl in that show who, tur- who turned into the spaceship, or like an animal that turned into their spaceship? Yeah, yeah, it's like a little buddy thing. Mm. Yeah, good old Tenchi Muyo. That shit was on fucking Toonami. We used to watch that as kids. Dang right. Like, this is fine. We can show kids harem anime. Yeah. I guess there's no actual fucking. <laughs> right. <laughs> Unlike the anime of today. <laughs> right, yeah. The thing I've learned now mm-hmm. is that in, in the animes when I was a kid, it was always like, oh, there's like a romance, but no one will ever actually hook up. Like, that's, we can't, that can't ever happen. Right. And nowadays, it's like, oh, yeah, they're fucking. Like, it's happening. <laughs> like, it's, you might not see it, but it's happening. Uh, Tenchi would never smash. <laughs> I think he ever. No, I'm pretty sure he never did. Right? Like he just had right. all these women who were around him. Who he, I think some wanted to like fuck him and some wanted to murder him and then fuck him. And it was like a, a strange standoff. Right. I think that was Ryoko who wanted to murder him and fuck him. Never happened though. Yeah, she was my favorite though. Now expand on that. No, no, we're moving on. <laughs> 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 We're moving on. <laughs> uh, let me see here. Um, so you're only playing Genshin Impact still. Yeah, yeah, I'm hooked. Sorry. Heavily invested. I, I am still playing Fights in Tight Spaces. That's my. I'm hooked on that right now. I need to buy the full game of that because it is really fun. It is. It's great. I just unlocked the uh, aggressive deck Ooh. and are playing the defensive deck. And it is so fun to just be popping fools in the face constantly and, and <laughs> winning fights. Um, so that's a good one. Uh, I'm actually streaming that uh, a little bit for people. Okay. Uh, I've started, uh, if Seth can do it, fuck it, I can do it too. That's right. I also bought and have started playing a game called, uh, let me find it here. Cyrilim Ultimate, Mm -hmm. which is a kind of like a, a Dragon Quest monsters and like SMT mashup. And so you collect monsters and you fight with them. Okay. Team of six versus team of six other monsters. 
and you fight the hell out of each other. And it is a old old school like two D dungeon crawler, randomly generated stuff with thousands of monsters and hundreds of spells, and then dozens of interlocking subsystems. It's the kind of game that's gonna just like devour my life. Nice. So I'm having fun with that. I did see one on Steam that I kind of want to pick up. It was like Loop Hero. Oh yeah, I got Loop Hero. That's fun. Oh okay. A card game kind of thing where you build the world and the hero runs through it and your goal is to level him up, but you can't control him, right? You like, he has to do his own thing. Uh, And so you use like a hands-off kind of experience. Interesting. That's fun. I haven't played much of it though, but what what I've heard is that it is like a 20 hour game and then it's over. Like once you're at the end of it and you've beaten it with like all, all three of the heroes, you're just done. Oh, that kind of sucks. They might add more, they said, but like for now, they want it to be like you pay $15, you get a 20 hour experience, and we're good with that for right now. Okay. All right. And hey, $15 for 20 hours a game ain't that bad. Yeah, yeah. I can definitely get down with that. Other than that, man. Oh, I got one thing I want to talk about before we go. Okay. And we'll give you a platform. Uh, talk about whatever it is you want to talk about. <laughs> I recently rewatched a lot of, not all of, the uh, Marvel movies. Uh, don't want to talk about them, though. Uh, I could say a lot about them, but instead I want to talk about a movie I watched yesterday, uh, which we all probably, I think you probably saw it when you were a kid too, Marcus, called Mystery Men. Not ring a bell for me. You never saw Mystery Men with Ben Stiller and William H. Macy and Janine Garofalo and... Hank Azaria, they're a team of superheroes that have to fight crime or, or fight this guy named Cas- Casanova Frankenstein, and they're bad at it because they have no actual powers. Let me let me try to refresh my... Ah! Okay, yeah, yeah. I just need a... <laughs> Who's that dude? The miner? The, uh, the shoveler. The shoveler. Paul Rubens plays the spleen, the guy who can fart on command and knock you out with his farts. Jeez. Oh, I forgot about Mystery Men. And uh, couldn't someone turn invisible, but people couldn't look at him? Kel Mitchell. As long as you weren't looking at him, he would turn invisible, yes. (laughs) Amazing. Oh, God. Imagine if that was your quirk in uh, My Hero Academia. God, that would suck. Turn like a... Like that girl who can't turn back visible, that sucks for her. But he can't turn invisible if you don't look at him, which is just the most useless power ever. Right. There was a anime character who could turn invisible to one person. <laughs> <laughs> That's even worse! <laughs> it That's is. That's even worse! But if you get them alone, hey, you got it. Oh, wait, hold on. Is it one person or or one specific human being that only, uh, no, no, only no, works no. on that you, one person? You your invisibility will only work on, like, one person. Okay, so Not slightly like, less bad. I yeah. thought it was, like, I could turn invisible to Steve, a guy who I'd never met that lives three continents from here. We need Steve to be president so my power can be effective. And only him can be in the Oval Office. If a Secret Service guy isn't there, I'm dead. I'm naked and shot to death. Like... It's terrible for me. Uh. Um, but yes, The Mystery Men is a movie that, here's the problem with it, goes on too long. Two hours did not need to be two hours. Sorry, cut some of that, that fat out of there. You got fucking Jeffrey Rush, remember him? Barbarossa from fucking Pirates of the Caribbean playing a great villain, Casanova Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. Eddie mm-hmm. Izzard is one of the, the disco boys. It's great. 
<laughs> but here's the thing about this movie is what is what sets it apart from these MCU movies is the MCU movies are lifeless and dull when it comes to the backgrounds. It's just like, yeah, it's an office building, I guess, and you know, there's a, we're, we're having a fight in an airport, the most interesting place in the world. Great, big, flat, gray asphalt everywhere. There's a, there's a plane and a truck. Thank you for that incredible fight scene. Uh, I'm sorry, I got heated there for a moment. Yeah. Uh, but Mystery Men has this world that is just dripping with detail. They packed as much detail into every frame of that fucking movie. And one of the most interesting parts of it is that there's been like this weird cultural shift where China and America have like fused because in the diner, half things on the menu were like cheeseburger, BLT, Caesar salad. And then it's like, you know, fucking uh, Kung Pao chicken and fucking lo mein, like at a regular American diner. And the newspaper that Kel Mitchell's dad is reading in one scene is in Chinese. And it's like, they never say it out loud in the movie that America and China have, have come together, but it's it's what it is. And the world has this crazy look to it of, like, Schumacher, Batman. Like, everything is crazy and cartoony and covered in neon signs and strange, weird, gothic architecture fused with, like, cyberpunk and noir. It's so weird and beautiful and gorgeous. And... It's just it's a pleasure to look at. And Castle of Frankenstein's house just looks like some a set from the Adam West Batman series. <laughs> it's just crazy sculptures of, like, dolphins fucking mermaids and, like, over-designed furniture of, like, teak and brass with, engraved with, like, naked women. It's just insane, and I, I love it. Like, And movies today don't look like that. They just don't. Like, it's oh, here's a set. It's an office. Great. Or this is my normal house that has, like, a, a couch. It's like, here it's like, yeah, my couch is shitty and run down and covered in, like, fucking magazines that I never read. Like, <laughs> I miss stuff like that in movies. I don't have it anymore. Have you noticed this? That so many movies today don't have a lot of thought put into the sets? I don't know. I think, I think that they had time for that because it was such a small scale. And, like, with the uh, Marvel movies, like, their, their focus is on the story and, like, the story after like, the next movie of what I'm getting at. Yeah. Because, like, a lot of background characters are actually characters that are going to be later in the series or mm. a different movie, blah, blah, blah. So, I don't know. I, I feel like this is a, a weird coincidence that turned out to be interesting. <laughs> I mean, it bombed hard at the box office, and, and the director never worked again after that movie. Right. Um, I think it's a great film, though. Uh, oh, yeah, not going on too long. <laughs> definitely I, a fun movie. I will shout out two Marvel movies real quick though that are that do have good set design. First is Guardians of the Galaxy, specifically the nowhere sequence. That's gorgeous. Love the the weird celestial godhead, and that's a cool looking little alien city. Number two is uh, Thor Ragnarok. The, I mean, come on, that Jack Kirby-inspired city, those crazy armor on the guards, that mm, black yeah. on bright colors, love it. The, 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 the shapes of the cities and the spaceships, all very well designed. That's just two movies out of fucking 20 now. Right. More to come, too. Everywhere else, it's like, oh, hey, it's, it's the fucking Avengers building. What is it? It's a, it's a warehouse in upstate New York. Cool. <laughs> What does her training room look like? Oh, it's a big open room with some glass walls. Right. Where's the danger room? Right. Where is danger room, Marcus? <laughs> that was even in the fucking X-Men movies. God. 
you gonna have the hollow deck in Star Trek, but you can't put the Danger Room in X Men? Right. Ugh. I need that multiverse now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Marcus. I've ranted and raved. What's your what's your what's your last thought here? What have you got? Anything interesting to talk about? No, not really. Nah, none none really comes to mind. Been You're giving me a lot to work here, work with here. Yeah, man. Uh, I've been getting into incense lately. I, I don't know. <laughs> Wait, incest? Incense, like the little sticks you burn and they smell good. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, that's about it. What's up with that? I mean, they're sticks I burn and they smell good. What kind of scents are you exploring? Uh, we've got some dragon blood, some lavender. I can't okay. read that one from here. <laughs> what is dragon blood? Eh, I have no idea, but it's kind of like woody and like, um, what's that? What's that? There's a snake in my boot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, uh, I don't know how to describe it. It's like woody and like, like a fruit kind of thing. Like, uh huh. I, I can't describe what fruit it is, but it's got that citrus like undertone in the back but yeah could be uh, dragon fruit nah I think I feel like it's something more with more oomph more oomph yeah okay dragon dragon's blood or dragon blood that's a that's a very intense name for what you've described yeah I've also been drinking a lot of mead lately mead like like the vikings would drink yeah like like honey wine it's fucking delicious bro like there's like a meadery like right near me, and I've been going there like every week and getting me just a, a growler. That's so good. It's dangerous. Is, so is it actually is it is it the holy grail of like actually good tasting alcohol? Yes. Oh. It's so fucking good. <laughs> I've been there, and like I swear, the last time I went, I bought three growlers. <laughs> what is a growler? So, you know, like those uh, big old moonshine bottles? Uh-huh. That, that'd basically be like a growler. Okay. So you don't drink it there? No. Could you? Can, you? you can. They've got the, the fucking tankards, the horns, or just regular glasses if you want to do that. Uh, How yeah. many kinds of mead could there possibly be? A lot, dude. I had a cherry mead. Uh, a cherry mead that was like aged in a chocolate barrel. There's, there's, I haven't had Vikings blood yet. Apparently that one's really good. <laughs> um, God, I'm gonna have to get you like a, a menu or a list or something. That's wild, dude. Yeah. And next time you come over, boy, we're, we're getting mead faced it, bro. Oh yeah. It's a good note. I'm actually getting my first shot of the slut juice on the 24th. Oh, <laughs> That's right, baby. <laughs> Once I have both shots, I am cleared to slut it up again. Yeah. It's be great. <laughs> like the good old days. <laughs> Just like my good old halcyon days, dude. Dude, when COVID is over, everyone's going to be fucked <clears throat> Oh, yeah. Oh, man. I've seen people talking about, like, how do I talk to human beings again? You know, all, all I know about now is, like, the Ninja Turtles lore. And I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> hey, Kirby lore for me, baby. <laughs> Kirby lore for Marcus. You could get laid off Kirby lore once COVID is over. I, I'm telling you. I mean, hey, if I learned anything, it's, it's how to suck. 
people. <laughs> people are gonna be so fucking horny. You could you could explain to them what you know Kirby's backstory, and they would just be like, "Take me now!" Like, God, God I hope so. <laughs> I'm just so glad to hear a human being talk to me about anything that like someone who isn't my mom. Like that's I, I'm, I'm I'm let's do it right here. Like it's gonna be open season. Yeah. But I'm curious about one thing, though, about Mead. When's there going to be Grog? When's Grog coming back? Grog. Hmm. Okay, so... So I've been watching this dude on YouTube, uh, How to Drink, and okay. he makes Grog. And apparently it's just like... What, like dil- diluted rum? Yeah. With some, uh... Like, flavor... Flavorings? So you can make grog whenever you want, dude. <laughs> it's just it's just rum and rum with water in it. <laughs> yeah, maybe a little sugar, maybe a little lime. We're bringing back mead. Let's bring back grog. <laughs> I mean, hmm. Hmm. get tore up on grog. I mean, I, I don't know. I like the taste of uh, <laughs> mead more than I do rum. <laughs> it might actually be better for you because it has more water in it. Hmm. Mm. Because I mean, I'm saying better than rum. Right, right. Because the problem with alcohol, you know, is you're drinking and you can't actually, most of it, you know, is, there's some water in there, but you can't use most of it. Now, guess what, buddy? There's water in your grog. (laughs) You're pissing good no matter what. Uh, God, because like, every time I think of grog, I think of something awful and nasty. Yeah, it sounds like it, doesn't it? Yeah, it sounds like it, and like, that's what they drink in like, um... Was it Lord of the Rings? The orcs? Oh yeah, yeah. Get my grog. I'm like this shit. This fucking rank. It's like tar black and explosive. <laughs> I remember grog from the 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 Monkey Island series. They were always talking about drinking grog. It was like a pirate drink. Because you know it was, it was on the ship, so you dilute the rum with water, and that way it lasts you longer. Right. Hey Marcus. Hey Marcus. Hey Marcus. Here, here's a, uh, hey hey hey. Uh, Where's the rum gone? <laughs> you, you drank it all. Where's ah man? <laughs> references. Remember references. Oh yeah. Man. Remember getting together with your buddies and just like quoting Anchorman. God, we're just gonna have to rebuild everything. <laughs> I know, right? What? Just calling calling yourself McLovin or something, you know? <laughs> just like the height of comedy in two thousand and nine. God. God, you reminded me. My dad, my dad calls me McFly. <laughs> Every time I do something stupid, he's like, hello, McFly. Your dad quotes Biff Tannen Yes, you? yes. And I'm just like, fucking God, dad. Dude's rock. Like, uh, just, that movie came out before you were fucking born, and he's it, quoting it at you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, for those who don't know, from uh, Back to the Future. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, Marcus. Some of our listeners might not even know about that movie. <laughs> They're, like, younger than Jurassic Park at this point. Jesus oh, Christ. Man. Oh, the world is is coming to an end. And it's going really slowly. Man. What would, what would you... What would be the current... What would be the McFly reference for our generation? Would they call you, like, Billy from the Power Rangers? Hmm. Billy, Power Rangers is a good place to start. Um, hmm. 
Remember the clothes we used to wear back in the 90s? <laughs> God, yeah. <laughs> that show, I watched a clip from the other day. Holy God. The looks. The looks. Oh, yeah. Those bright colors. Windbreaker. <laughs> Overalls, Marcus. Oh. Remember, remember overalls on men? Man, I did have a pair of overalls. <laughs> I did too, but I worked outside with them. Uh, I I did not. <laughs> did you ever have a jumpsuit? A jumpsuit, yes. Oh, yes. man. The holy grail. Man, God, we're old. <laughs> I still maintain that the jumpsuit is the perfect uh, clothing. It's all we need forever. Logan's run. Let's do this. We kill you when you turn 31. Uh, no. That's all I'm saying. I'm overdue. Damn it. Remember, uh, I can't even. <laughs> Remember Jinko jeans? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, call those uh, bell bottoms. Oh, man. Did you ever watch, you ever go back and watch the X-Files? And be like, why is Mulder's suit three sizes too large for him? <laughs> oh, God. Or the same thing on Friends. Like, Ross is wearing, like, a, a, a sweatshirt that he's yeah. drowning in. Oh, my God. Is that what they were going for? Like, oversized? Cause... Back in the 90s, yeah, that was the style. Man. That's so weird. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why. Why was, why was that the thing? Who knows? We're like we're Americans. We have so much cloth. We're more than we need. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that actually probably is viable. <laughs> Plausible. All right, we've been going long on this episode, so I think it's time to, to pull the plug. Marcus, what do you think? Let's, let's pull it, man. Let's pull it together. Right, yeah, let's let's pull it out. Uh, so this has been the Illinials Podcast. I am Smith. You could find me on Twitter uh, at MC Surf. Uh, my name's Marcus. You can find me on Instagram at Mr. Beaches. Uh, Seth uh, streams at uh, Part Time Pretzel on Twitter and all his other uh, social social accounts. What other what other things does he plug? He plugs his uh, Twitter. What else do you do for this podcast, Marcus? Uh, I, I do art occasionally. Yes, soon, <laughs> soon, soon, Samurai Shambu. We'll post him in the show notes. Yes, mm. when it's ready. Um, uh, our theme song is about Ben Powell. He has his own podcast called Other Smackdown. Uh, where they both talk wrestling from the South. He's been on some episodes of this podcast before, like the uh, the movie episodes. So if that sounds interesting, go check it out. Um, I gotta keep going. Uh, <laughs> you can lead a horse to water, but you can't get under it. Fuck. Joe Biden and our late ass checks. Um, we have stopped trying to solve our problems and are trying to outlive them. And from New Orleans to New York, that's the Illennials podcast, baby. We're out. Peace. Woo.